up, everybody? This is the Brokenness to Faith podcast. Um, you're here with your boy, Marky Mark. Um, Noah is on assignment right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he's off in school, and so we've been switching off. Um, some of the next few episodes we'll do might be me and him together. Of course, we always bring in a few different special guests here and there. Um, again, this is the Brokenness to Faith podcast, and... Um, you can check us out on Instagram, brokenness underscore two underscore faith. Or you can um, email us at brokenness to faith at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, topics you want us to talk about. Uh, maybe you, you think we're biblically incorrect on some things. Uh, please let us know. Maybe, maybe you want to hear something that you haven't heard or you have a question about the Bible or about life or Maybe times of trials, like as of this recording, we're going through that um, uh, coronavirus and different things like that, um, different wars and rumors of wars and anything, and questions, even just something in theology, and you want our view, not that we're perfect, not that we know it all. If you have any questions, anything, just hit us up on Instagram or on our um, uh, Gmail, brokenness at gmail.com. Um, so this episode we're going to do is going to be really short. Well, I say that, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but when you know, when I tell you the topic, and we, I get to talking about it, you'll see why. Um, why I want to keep this one specifically short. Um, so this episode is called In the Silence. In the Silence. When you think of silence, you think of um, quiet. Nothingness, per se. The opposite of what I'm doing right now, talking. So we don't want much talking. So I'm going to give you a scenario, an outline of, of what this is about, and then I'm going to lay down a challenge for you. This podcast is called In the Silence. I want to start off by telling you a story that happened just today as of this recording. Um, I was at work, and I came across... <coughs> Uh, another human being, another came across a man who was deaf, could not hear. And I started a conversation with him. We, we were writing stuff down back and forth. Um, and so as I got to just talking to this guy at work, um, he told me about his life. We started to make conversation. And, you know, um, conversation, we wrote stuff down. He could talk a little bit, but it was, it was kind of tough for him. Um, but it was like somewhat talking, somewhat writing stuff down. And I, I could, I could talk to him. If I looked at him, he could read my lips and he was telling me about his life and, and just, it was fascinating. Uh, this is just crazy. Um, you know, me sharing this story, it's kind of random, but it was fascinating because he was telling me his life. He was telling me how, um, he got this truck. And um, he's just trying to get some more parts, um, some minor parts for it. He's like, I know I can go to a mechanic, get it fixed from what he was telling me, but he does it all himself. He does everything on his own. He doesn't need help. He fixes it himself. He buys his own parts. He would do it himself. Um, I don't know why, and forgive me, and I, I even felt bad. Like, he's deaf. That doesn't mean he can't do things, you know. And... Um, and so I just thought it was very interesting. 
that, you know, some of these things you have to, you take classes, you hear people speak, blah, blah, blah. And um, he didn't do any of that. Sometimes you even think of like, oh, he probably read stuff. Well, different people who are deaf, sometimes depending on their situation, it's hard for them to read because reading involves a language and they don't know how to pronounce certain things because of them not hearing that. But anyways, we got to keep talking. He's telling me I was a mechanic. He does his own parts or he gets his own parts and does it himself. Eventually, he told me when I was asking about his faith, does he have faith in God? He said, yeah, he told me he believes in God. You know, he told me, yeah, he prays. He needs to pray more, but he believes in God. And um, eventually, long story short, we walked away. I had to get back to work and went on his way. And I got to thinking about it. This guy, you know, from what I could tell, he sincerely believed in God. But I'm just giving the short version of that story. If he's deaf, I'm not trying to make people sound stupid here or anything then that means he can't hear sermons, per se. I mean, some can lip-read, and if you sit at the right angle, I guess, or in the right seat, you could better lip-read, some can. But he can't hear the worship, can't necessarily hear the sermons, but he has faith in God. There's silence. He can't hear anything. It's been like that for this guy since birth, but he has faith in God. I would venture to say if we took that perspective into our own lives, this silence. I'm not saying we do something and hurt ourselves or create some type of, I don't know how to say, like health crisis, somehow make ourselves deaf. I don't know if that's necessarily possible, but we just do something and ruin our ears and we, we go deaf. I'm not saying we should do that, but I venture to say if we couldn't hear for a long time, meaning we all, we not just couldn't hear, but we, by doing so, maybe we didn't talk either. Maybe we would be like a thousand times closer to God. What do I mean by this? Mother Teresa had a quote. In the silence of the heart, God speaks. If you face God in prayer and silence, God will speak to you. Souls of prayer are souls of great silence. I like that last part. Souls of prayer are souls of great silence. Let's look at Scripture, because everything we need to do, we need to back up with Scripture. Look at Matthew 12, 34b, the second part of 34. I know I'm just taking part of a verse, and there's a whole context to everything. And just for time's sake, I'm not getting into the context, but for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. That's Matthew 12, 34b. Basically, you are what's in your heart. Someone says, said something one, to me one time. They were, they were kind of irritated, and they said something that was a little out of line. It was like too far. And then they said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Or I'm so, it, it just slipped. And I, I told that person to their face or in a nice way. I said, that didn't just slip. Things don't just come out of our mouths on accident. That was already brewing in our heart. Maybe you consider yourself a Christian, you love God, and then, you know, you're working around different people, you're watching different videos, YouTube or movies, something happens at work, maybe you stub your finger, and then, I'll be real, you just blurt out a cuss word or something. You say, oh, F, or whatever it is. That didn't just accidentally happen. That's th Those are things that have already been in your heart. You see... 
sometimes we need to silence our hearts. Sometimes we need to put things aside. I'm not saying go on some TV fast or YouTube fast. I'm not saying going on a podcast fast because you need to hear our podcast. Our podcast is awesome. Brokenness to Faith podcast. You know, don't don't take a podcast fast unless it's all the other ones except for us. I'm just messing around. But for real, we need to learn to silence our hearts. We need to learn to quiet our hearts. Sometimes we're not good as human beings. We're not good at doing that now, are we? I mean, let, let me give you another reason why we need to quiet our hearts, why even to a point we need to be silent. I kind of mentioned this a few podcast episodes ago, I believe, about when to speak up and when to shut up. And it was a little different, but also with using the word silent, when when to be quiet and things like that. But even in Deuteronomy, probably botching it, I, I, Deuteronomy, there we go, uh, 27.9, Moses is talking. And he tells Israel, he even tells Israel, be silent and hear, O Israel. He says, be silent and hear. Going back to that person who's deaf. Might say they're probably silent a lot. You know, some people are uncomfortable trying to speak. So they they just write. They write down stuff or they use their sign language. So they might be silent a lot. But then how do they hear well they can't hear but i venture to say sometimes if we were just silent we'd be able to hear god a lot better i venture to say people in the deaf community who are christians i don't know many of them but i I venture to say i bet a lot of them hear from god a lot more than we do people might say oh well it's so bad for them they have a disability or things they're deaf but yet in reality, I bet those Christians that are deaf, I bet they hear from God a lot more than we do. They don't have distractions. It's easier for them to quiet their heart when there's no noises around them. And, and, and I would venture to say it spiritually to you guys. How are you trying to be silent? How are you trying to hear from the Lord? Because if we just kneel by our bed and put on some worship songs and we pray, 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 worship, 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 Amen, God, and get ready for work. Did we give time for God to speak? Sometimes you say, well, when I lay in bed, I just kind of say some prayers, and then I kind of am silent for a little bit, and I say some prayers again. You're not silent for a little bit because you're trying to be silent before God, laying in bed. You're probably silent for a little bit because you fell back asleep, and then you woke up, said some prayers again, fell back asleep. I mean, legitimately, like, when are we going to give time just for God, just say, okay, God? I'm just going to listen. You know, you say, I always give, I always try to give time for God. No, no, no. I don't mean always try to give time for you to speak to God or for you to read your Bible about God or for you to worship God. And those are all good things. Those are great things. But when are you going to give time just for God? Just for God to speak to you. And most of the time, you, just, you might not hear anything. But there are times when we read the Bible and we don't necessarily get this punch in the face like, man, that hits hard. Or that hits exactly what I'm going through. There are times we pray to God and say our thing, and we go about our day like normal. Nothing crazy happens. There are times we worship God, and we don't experience something, you know, in a sense, uh, I don't want to say magical, but we don't experience something like crazy, you know, but we still do it. When are we going to take time 
just to silence our hearts, you know, uh, yeah, pray, yeah, worship, yeah, you know, talk to God. But a part of that, take time to say, okay, God, I'm not going to say a, a thing and and see what he does. And if you live in a crowded household or maybe you like to have your devotion, devotional time around places where maybe there's noises, I would encourage you to find a place that you can, it can just be utterly quiet. Maybe as silly as something, maybe it's just go in your closet. I mean, maybe it's go to your backyard. I know for me, one of my most favorite places in the whole world, I actually haven't been there in oh, a few months now. It's in Washington. Um, I'm, I live in the Palm Springs, California area. I lived in the Edmonds, Washington area for about a year, uh, about 15 to 25 minutes from Seattle and 15 to 25 minutes um, from Bellevue. And behind my house, there's a huge field. The house I rented with a bunch of people, there's a huge field. And then behind that was like a fence. And there's like a little doorway you can go through or a fence uh, gate you can go through. And it leads you to the, to the next block, the block behind us. And there's a bunch of picnic tables, and there's this little, um, I don't want to say bridge, but like wooden deck. And it, it, it goes over, and you get to the end of it, and there's just this pond. And you're kind of standing on this wooden deck, bridge, whatever, over this pond area. And, and, and you see, sometimes you see little fish here and there. Um, you see frogs here and there. Um, you know, trees, leaves, everything. But it was just this place I went to after work on my day off where if I was going through something, I would just go over there. I would just go over there and I would just feel something different. I would just, sometimes I wouldn't even say anything. Sometimes I put on music and just say, okay, God. Sometimes I wouldn't say anything, no music, nothing. And just this tranquility there. And those were times when, especially when I was going through something tough, Maybe when I, I, I just had to quit a job or I got let go of a job or something big's coming up or, you know, um, something just, even this was during a time when I was living in dark sin and, and I was barely hanging on to God. Yet the few, the, the few little, you know, things I was holding on to with God, a lot of it involved this spot. And even though I was far away from God, when I met God in that spot, I met God. And yeah, I prayed for my family. I prayed for different things. But I always took time just to be silent. I always made time just to be there. And you know what? I feel like those are times I miss. Do you have a spot you can go to where you can just be silent? Maybe talk for a little bit to God, but in the end, give time for him to speak to you. Sometimes, it, even though it can be loud, I don't even care if it's in the morning or at night, but if you have a place of beauty, as silly as that might sound, but like this pond area to me, it, w it was just this amazing thing. Did I have times with God in my room wherever I live? Sure. But when I went out in God's nature and just, bam, the only noise was just nature, per se. Maybe once in a while, a loud car, but where I was at, you couldn't really... The block was just, the street was just far enough away it was hard to hear. But do you have a place where you can just be quiet? If you can go somewhere maybe at night in your backyard and you can see the stars, 
just something to see God's beauty and just be in wonder. Sometimes when we're silent before God, it's almost nice when you have this picture in front of you of God's glory, God's beauty. But again, even inside, if you, it does not necessarily about that. In your closet, maybe it's in a, a separate room. But just to say, okay, God, I'm silencing myself. Speak to me if you want to speak to me or need to speak to me. Show me some. And maybe he will guide you to someone you haven't talked to in a long time and he makes them pop up in your mind. Maybe there's some tough things you're going through and during this silence, he kind of nudges you one way or the other on a tough decision you need to make. I mean, it's amazing what he would do if we just give him time to talk. Give him time to nudge on our heart. I, I, I encourage you that these things can change our relationship with him. These things can change our walk with him. Don't just wake up, read your Bible, pray, 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 and then after you pray, put on some worship music and worship God and then leave. And God never had a chance to speak to you. That's not a conversation. I know we've, we've probably talked about similar topics before, but that's not a conversation. If I hung out with you and all I did was talk, 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 maybe make some jokes, talk about sports, politics, and, I mean anything, the Bible, blah, 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 blah. And every time you wanted to speak, I just kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. And then it was time to, you know, go home or whatever, and we part ways, and you never said a thing. You never said a dang thing. That's not a conversation. That's just you listening to me babble. You listening to me just, just talk all day. But sometimes we do that with God. I encourage you to have that moment of in your prayer time or maybe designate a few days of the week, incorporate in your, in your devotion time, or maybe just take a day and say, okay, God, you know what I've been praying for. You know what I'm going through. I'm not going to go over it. I'm just going to sit here and be still. And if you want to speak, help me to hear it because I'm not going to talk. And see where it goes. I want to read this quote. The art of listening for God invites me into a realm I find uncomfortable. Silence. I must quiet my heart and embrace the stillness that allows me to truly know that he is God. While this may sound counterintuitive, silence is a key to satisfying hungers for God. Silence asks me to close my mouth in order to open my heart. I actually don't have who um, who wrote that, and I'm very sorry. I like to have everything tip-top shape with that stuff, but I thought it was too good to not use. I'll read it again. The art of listening for God invites me into a realm I find uncomfortable. Silence. I must quiet my heart and embrace the stillness that allowed me to truly know that he is God. While this may sound counterintuitive, Silence is a key to satisfying hunger for God. Silence asks me to close my mouth in order to open my heart. Silence asks me to close my mouth in order to open my heart. So I'm done talking. I'm going to close my mouth. I gave you a few scripture, maybe not a lot. I'm sorry. Dig into the word for yourself. But I'm going to close my mouth so that Maybe now you can go spend time 
not listening to this podcast, but opening your heart to listen to God. Spend time in silence before God. Say your spiel. Say say what's going on briefly if you need to. And just say, okay, God, anything and everything. You want to speak to me? You want to put someone on my mind? You want to take care of this situation? You want to tell me, give me a nudging or a leading or even maybe a direct word on which way to go with my family, my job, my career, this decision, that decision? I'm going to be silent. Even with this virus going around and the panic and the fear people are having, I think as Christians, if we would learn not to give in to the panic and fear, but be willing to give in to sitting down in the presence of God in the silence of our hearts, how much more can he speak to us, unravel that fear, and give us a heart of peace, give us a heart like a warrior for him, and give us a heart of love, comfort, and to, and to give us a heart of patience for those around us who are going through stuff in this tough time in the U.S. and in the world. But a lot of these things will not get better sometimes. But they can if you are willing to silence your heart, silence your mouth, and just say, okay, God, speak. Might not happen the first day, but you continue to do it. You will hear God more by the end of your lifetime than if you didn't. This podcast episode was called In the Silence. I'm going to stop talking. Please go take time. Silence your hearts before God. This is the Brokenness of Faith podcast. You can email us at brokennessoffaith at gmail.com, brokenness underscore two underscore faith on Instagram. If you have any concerns, think uh, this podcast sucked or thought I was wrong on a lot of things, please let us know. We love to hear from you guys. Thank you again for listening. And uh, as I finish right now, go. Go silence your heart. Go spend time with God. If you're listening at work on your lunch break or next time, just say, okay, God, next time I spend time with you, I'm just going to silence my heart. I'm not going to say a word. See what he does. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the support. This is Program Space Podcast. This is Marky Mark. Peace out. They will know. They will know.